Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV? My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs>
Good evening, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. And hopefully you are having a pleasant, and not overly windy, Monday evening. This is Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically inspired program here, found on Vancouver's interlinked community radio station, CITR. Your voice of UBC here on 101.1.1.9, because now we have an IP address, publicly available. Maybe shorter you know as 101.9 on the FM dial. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish to Bellingham, Washington, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency gets into hand-to-hand combat with our friends over at CFUV, representing the University of Victoria, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet will take you. You can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be flying all over all the cities and ruins for the next two hours. So let's take this opportunity to build up some memories of what we're about to do, so that we can implant them as dreams to those who missed out. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now. 604-822-2487. That spells out 604 which is something you can spell out if you want, but you're going to run out of digits on your dial pad. But we'll use numbers for that. But for everything else, it's UBC, C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point since we're mixing everything live. And sometimes we want to make sure we're not lying when we're telling you stuff. Or maybe me, because I'm lying. It's just me. But we always think about the royal we. Because uh, actually each episode of Exploding Head Movies is sent to... Westminster for royal ascent. Hence, uh, why we're able to handroll our radio programs here with a stamp of approval from the Queen herself. Hey, that's a lie, too. Well, yes. For potential truths, you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook. And I should really look at Tumblr again to see what's going on, even though I think that platform is dying. Sorry. Uh, we're under our own name there. You can follow me on Twitter, at Hunter and on Instagram, I am myopic man. And we kicked off the show with the Korean-American producer, Yeji, from her latest release, EP2. It just came out a couple weeks ago. We heard Drink I'm Sippin' On. And Kathy Lee, full name Kathy Yeji Lee, spends her time between Seoul and Brooklyn, and as you heard, comes up with wonderful deep house music with a mix of languages wrapped or sung mostly as a whisper. And the kind of the hook that we heard there translates from Korean as, that's not it. The drink I was sipping on, the movie I watched, the reason I don't remember yesterday. Appropriate for what we're about to get into here. There's been some articles that detailed some of her warehouse parties in New York, uh, which started off with a homemade Japanese curry sent as packets from home to not make her homesick. And uh, eventually they built up into house parties with house music as whereby guests bring their own dishes and uh, their own new music too. At EB2 features a Drake cover that I played earlier this year 
And at the time, I had no context about what it was, where it was going to appear, but you can get your passion fruit cover there. And Yeji is hot property right now, as evidenced by recent DJ mixes, including some I've heard of via Rinse FM in the United Kingdom, or then something you can catch online as a video as a boiler room set. Now, the background here, no longer the instrumental I thought it was. This is London's Audio Glider. And from last year's sub-aquamarine, this is Mulan Besued. And uh, Audio Glider is the alias of Roberto Sedano, and he's also recorded as past aliases like Crystal, Backdoor Man, Otto Velox, and my favorite, Pasta Boy. Pasta Boy! Otherwise, hopefully you're having a good Remembrance Day weekend, whether you're celebrating Armistice. I know that on Friday... My brethren and sister in the South marked Veterans Day. But of course, right now, uh, the expected relaxation or otherwise uh, commemorating those people that sacrificed their lives to fight for freedom. Uh, it's been pretty windy and wet. Harkens back to a time when I moved back here into Vancouver 11 years ago in the midst of that windstorm, so as usual. I don't like wishy-washy weather. Give me sunlight or catastrophe. And that also segues where we're about to get to, too, because this week we're going to have part two on our profile in the world of Blade Runner. For those of you who caught it last week, we went back to 1982 with Vangelis' mighty score to the original, set in the then-future of 2019. If you missed out on that, the podcast is available via CITR.ca. If not, you can always just stream it on the Exploding Head Movies webpage via that same site. The sequel, Blade Runner 2049, came out this year as a somewhat surprise in light of the original's bomb in the original box office uh, before it became a highly influential cult film. And the Quebecois director, Denis Veneuve, took on the world of 2049. And the score was done by two of the busiest men in Hollywood right now, Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish. And they replaced composer Johan Johansson shortly before release. We'll touch upon the story behind that, along with, importantly, listening to some of their cues. Similar to last week, we're going to stick with mostly synthetic music, and we'll kick off with some fresh new music from Montreal's Essay Pa. It's the project of Marie Davidson and Pierre Aguernino. They've been highly active in their local scene. And just this Friday, they released uh, their first song, after their 2016 breakout, Demain est une autre nuit. No word yet on a follow-up album, but what we're about to hear continues on with their minimal waves. And appropriate for a Blade Runner episode, I say, Pa, we're inspired by another Philip K. Dick story for this futuristic song. It's based on A Scanner Darkly, which you may have seen as a film adaptation by Richard Linklater as a loopy, rotoscoped animated film. So this is S.A.A. Pa with Futur Parler. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here live from the realms of Studio A in the clairvoyant little station that you know and love, the CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Save the date for Pivots and Spins, Access Gallery's annual auction fundraiser on November 18th at 7 p.m. Promising to be Access's most exciting auction yet, Pivots and Spins features spectacular work generously donated by over 50 local and international artists, including Eli Bornowski, Daria Ake, Cindy Machizuki, Kathleen Ritter, and Sandra Semchuk. Complete with handcrafted cocktails, organic BC wines from Summerhill Pyramid Winery, Pilsner from Steam Whistle Brewery, works expertly framed by fine art framing, and music organized by CITR 101.9 FM. Check out www.accessauction.tumblr.com for more details about contributing artists, the silent auction, and live auction works.
from her self-titled debut, featuring Jenny Hual on vocals. We heard Kelly Lee Owens with Anxi. Owens was born in Wales, played bass in a few indie bands in London, and worked at a record shop for learning how to record her own material via synths, chimes, and bowls. You can actually hear her covering Tegan and Sarah's Soil Soil on the 10th anniversary slash tribute to the 2007 album The Con. just came out a couple weeks back. It's conveniently called The Con X Covers. Otherwise, uh, Jenny Hval, H-V-A-L, I'm always trying to pronounce it like Havar, so I guess it's Haval. It's not Croatian, though. Moving on. She is a Norwegian musician uh, who released an outstanding album last year called Blood Bitch. And one thing I didn't know about her in the midst of researching is that she actually already wrote her debut novel back in 2009 called Perle Bryggeriet. This translates as the Pearl Brewery. Now, behind me, this is New Arca from a self-titled album out this year through the XL label. This is one of the increasingly fewer instrumental tracks that he does, and this is called Urchin. Arca was born in Venezuela, but he's based in London, England now, and he's made his name for internet production work, which you may hear with Kanye West, FKA Twigs, and probably most prominently with Björk. And she was the one who actually encouraged him to start singing based on car rides during work on her most recent album, 2015's Volnacura. So what he did is he came up with melodies and then improvised most of the lyrics in Spanish. And he definitely will be heard on Björk's upcoming new album, Utopia, due out in a couple of weeks. Perhaps you've heard her song, The Gate, already. Antwood is the alias of Tristan Douglas, a Torontonian whose releases so far have been on net labels such as Coco Bass and Be Yourself Division. And at some point, he initially recorded as Margaret Antwood. Cheeky Canadian literary reference there. 2017, he released his second album, Sponsored Content. A good name for this day and age. And uh, it's a stripped-down sense of wonder. So from Sponsored Content, this will be Antwood with Commodity Fetish Mode.
wonder what the 60s thought the future would sound like? Retrofuturist dream pop band Young Blood returned to play the Biltmore Cabaret on Saturday, November 25th with glam rock outfit Art Deco and LA-based Maya Manser. Tickets are on sale now.
Going back to 2015, that was Concubine with Seif, S-E-I-F, and off a self-titled release. Concubine is the duo of Australia's Deep Child, who has the alias of Rick Bull, then Canada's Noah Pred. And they're based in Berlin, where techno rules with a robotic fist. And Concubine released an EP last year called Kingfisher, which sounds deeper. And I need to get into some more of that in a future episode. But that song just sort of fit in with uh, how the rest of this evening's proceedings will go. In the background, this is New Pie Corner Audio. Uh, from the Island of Ghosts EP, available through the Analogical Force label, this is Greenpoint Hangover. And Pie Corner Audio has three other EPs thus far in 2017, though two of them feature other acts like Fatin Kanan, Silver Servant, and Not Waving. The most recent album was 2016 Stasis. In 2015, he released an album through Vancouver label and CITR offshoot More Than Human. Quality stuff all around. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And we're going to head north from Berlin to Hamburg. And this gloriously harsh act does some amazing stuff. Her name's Helena Hauf, and she's been a staple in her hometown with her DJ night birds and other instruments. And it ties into some of her university studies because she studied physics and researched systematic music science. So far she only has one album, 2015's Discreet Desires, but she has a lot of DJ sets and EPs to her name, and her most recent came out through Ninja Tune a couple weeks ago. It's called Have You Been There? Have You Seen It? And this song has already become a favorite of mine for this year. This will be Helena Hauf with Gift.
Hi, this is DJ Wah inviting you to join me every second Sunday at 8 p.m. here on 101.9 CITR for Techno Progressivo. Techno Progressivo is the only radio show in Vancouver where you'll hear the best mix of new tech house, techno, and progressive house. So join me every second Sunday at 8 p.m. for Techno Progressivo.
Kade, K-A-A-D-E, off this year's EP Encounter with Power. We heard all the air. Kade is the alias of Kat Duma, and she recorded Encounter in both Toronto and Berlin last year. Otherwise, there's not much in the way of other news regarding her since uh, the release of Encounter with Power in January. There's some serious promise there. It's an outstanding little three-song EP. And behind me, this is Wahans Joachim Rodelius, originally off his 1979 album Selbst Portrait, also appearing on the soundtrack to the recent Netflix-produced satire War Machine. This is Staunen im Fjerd. War Machine that starred Brad Pitt as a loopy NATO commander in Afghanistan. And this film sort of got lost in this year's crazy shuffle. Pitt's probably more known in the news right now for uh, his divorce with Angelina Jolie and how it happened. We're going to head to Kingston, Ontario next. And NK, when you spell that N slash slash K, it's a mysterious act, put out an EP with no real name last year, so we just call it EP. There have been some sets with the Dories in Montreal and then a charity appearance in their hometown, but otherwise not able to tell you much else so perhaps it's the spelling it's referring to not kidding for you people on the internet slangs crazy anyways this will be nk off the ep ep what does mean
Sometimes it feels like the only thing you can count on in life is the fact that Mint Records will always have a Christmas party and always have it ridiculously early. This year, join Woolworm, Needles and Pins, Jay Arner, Supermoon, Kellerisa, and Dumb at the Astoria on December 2nd for music, presents, and Christmas fun. I'm Walter Cronkite. I'd like you to hear something. Radio Ham, amateurs, giving of their own time and spending their own money. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Your volunteer-run station. They're just two average guys who saw the need and volunteered. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
From the EP, you are home. That was Omnine with Phase. That's something you can get the apparel tonic label. And Omni is a Japanese duo. A little bit of Italian heritage there. Featuring vocalist Hiroko Mastropaolo. And then sound designer, and no one related to me, Gak Sato. And they recorded that in Italy in 2016. Kind of inspired by 80s synth pop and seemingly the ubiquitous Japanese New Age sounds that uh, the past couple years have highlighted. It also features the wonderful instrument, the Omnichord. Imagine sort of electronic instrument that you can pluck. It's fun to play. I need to buy some. My name's Gak, but not Sato. It's just my initials, man. Don't, don't look any deeper. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background here, this is new Laraji from one of the two albums he has out this year, Bring on the Sun. This is Harmonica Drone. He also has a separate drone album with longer form pieces called Sungong, and both are through the All Saints label. He studied all manners of classical music at Howard University in Washington, D.C., but... Upon finding a zither in the mid-70s, and along with exploring mysticism, Laraji electrified it and became a mystic of sorts. And after perfecting his playing, he was playing in New York Park somewhere on a bench, and he was discovered by Brian Eno, and he appeared on one of his ambient albums. But he's kept working ever since. And he's one of those believers in the healing power of laughter. Now as we get to our Blade Runner 2049 profile, we'll try to get some more Vaporwave in here. And we're going to go off the Tream catalog label. This act is called Remember. There's about 10 other acts with that name. But in some interviews with the Dream catalog people, we hear Vincent Remember as its name. So hopefully that gives an indication of what's going on. We're going to go back to 2015, and uh, in Katakana, it does sort of like a weird English translation on this fly there, but it's called Aruto Bako Homo, the idea of the way back home. This will be Remember with Skyline.
In the words of Henry David Thoreau, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Multicultural Ministries is a national, cross-Canada, non-profit organization that runs temple tours and gives unique perspectives into different religions from around the world, including Buddhism, Sikhism, and Islam. To find out more about them, the tours they offer, or to book one, please visit templetour.weebly.com. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Well, we do this. Hello? Hello? Boy, this is exciting.
off the Life in a Dark Room album. That was Atra Machina with No Longer Human. Atra Machina. Hails from Victoria. Latest release is 2016's Machine Breathing. And both those albums are available through Bandcamp for pay what you can. Wonderful moody stuff. And behind me, this is 2814. Or 2814, off of the 2016 album, Rain Temple. I'm speaking over, guided by love. And 2814 is a collaboration between you two UK artists, Telepath, and then HKE, otherwise known as Hong Kong Express. And uh, they're also on the Dream Catalog label, much like we heard from before Atra Machina. And that was Remember, with the song Skyline. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. A whole bunch of new stuff and some interesting re-releases, especially as the vinyl wave continues on. We'll see how things go. So as new things go, The Breadwinner, scored by the Toronto duo of Michael and Jeff Dana. Their music is out through Sloan Sony Classical. Michael Dana appears solo with a Deco Records release for his music for the upcoming holiday release The Man Who Invented Christmas. Otherwise, Tamar Kali did the music for Mudbound, and that's out through Milan. Bear McCrary's back, and he always seems to put out a soundtrack every month or so. His score to Revolt is out through Lakeshore Records. John Paisano provides the music for The Star. There's also a song album, both out through Epic Records. Marcelo Zavros did the soundtrack to Wonder. That's out through Milan Records. And Dario Marianelli, a name I haven't heard in quite some time. He did the music for Darkest Hour. And that will be out through Deutsche Grammophon. On the re-release tip, there's a vinyl edition of Richard and Robert Sherman's music to the animated adaptation of Charlotte's Web. And that's out through the rest of Saraband. That's also who's releasing a limited vinyl edition of 1,500 copies of David Newman's score to the Firefly movie spinoff called Serenity. For your disco fans, in honor of the 40th anniversary of this movie coming out, there's a deluxe edition of Saturday Night Fever. So get all the BGs you can if you don't already have enough. As 80s throwbacks go, Harold Faltermeyer best known for doing music for like Beverly Hills Cop. His score to Thief of Hearts is out there versus Saraband. And going back 10 years to a movie I profiled earlier this year, there's another reprinting of the music from David Fincher's adaptation of Zodiac. Now, let's get into Blade Runner 2049, but we're going to do a couple kind of side trips here thematically. Perhaps lyrically. And if you're not aware of this uh, local ambient collagist, Prophecy Sun has been a big part of the local experimental music scene for quite some time. The Discogs website doesn't have a complete up-to-date record of it all in material, but her SoundCloud has a whole bunch of stuff that's not really tethered to any release right now. So she does have new material that you can listen there. But we're going to go back to 2011's self-released album, Not For Dogs. This will be Prophecy Sun with Of Blade Runner. 
Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for copy and paste with your host Tim, aka Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music.
We heard a couple songs off from last week, mostly because the project name ties into Blade Runner nicely. That was Off World, off the two album, so the Constellation label, the middle part of a trilogy. We heard Satellite Beach, and that's uh, Off World's the project of Sandro Perry, formerly known as Palmo Popo, amongst other aliases, based out of Toronto. Wonderful studio experimentation should tell us that uh, album three will be out next year perhaps in the background this is benjamin damage and off of an ep that came out this year through the rns label ep is called montreal this track is called off world and off world was where a whole bunch of colonies in the blade runner universe are set since the earth is almost uninhabitable All the water the rain even the snow are toxic. And that's your climate collapse there. So in the original Blade Runner score by Vangelis, there was a saxophonist, Dick Morrissey, who played on some of the tracks to give a bit of a noir element, since despite the science fiction aspects of it, a lot of the roots of Blade Runner are tied to uh, the 1940s detective stories. And Morrissey was sought out by Gary Newman, upon discovering who the player was on the soundtrack. And they actually worked on some tracks in the 80s. And Newman has been a big Blade Runner geek. He's been a big fan of Philip K. Dick for a time, too, as evidenced by most of uh, his uh, subjects in his songs of technology and what it means to be human. Timber Concerts presents Gary Newman along with guests Me Not You next Thursday, November 23rd at the Rickshaw Theatre. 
as part of his savage North American tour, tied to his latest concept album, about Ruined Earth, known as Savage. Please note that this show is sold out, so doors open at 8, show starts at 9, it is a 19 and older show. I'll save for a track off of Savage for next week, since uh, a little bit of a backlog of Newman has appeared. But we're going to go from a 1986 B-side to the new thing from London Town single, but it also appeared on the 1999 reissue of the album that song came off of Strange Charm. So this will be Gary Newman effectively giving you the plot recap towards the ending of the original Blade Runner. This will be Time to Die. A 
CITR's Current Affairs Coordinator, Alex DeBoer, every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. in room 2514 in the AMS Nest to learn best practices for covering local current affairs topics for radio. The weekly training sessions will cover writing for radio, determining newsworthiness, media ethics, interviewing, writing balanced stories, and more.
from 2014 off their only release known as EP1 that was the Montreal Act Maury with Los Angeles 2019 detailing a primary title seen in front of Ridley Scott's original 1982 film Blade Runner and behind me this is uh, the English act Quido of the 2011 album Severance this is a pretty faithful yet glitchy cover of Vangelis's end theme from Blade Runner. This is known as Flight Path. So last week, we listened to Vangelis's original score from there. And this year, the sequel, Blade Runner 2049, came out. Directed by Denis Villeneuve, and originally set to be scored by the Icelandic composer Johan Johansson. And they worked together on Sicario, Arrival. And prisoners. And this was already mentioned in 2016 that they'd be working together, but over the summer, we heard news that Johansson was going to get some external help from Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish. In the end, Johansson left the project under uh, mysterious circumstances, but in interviews once Blade Runner 2049 came out, Vindiv indicated that as they were going into post production, when they originally decided to veer with music away from Bongolis, it didn't fit right. So they decided to veer back to what they needed to do, and Johansson left as a result. Now, Johansson was also tipped to help Darren Aronofsky on the recent film Mother, but he ended up being its music and sound consultant after they both opted to reduce the score completely and merge it with Greg Hennighan's sound design. On a particular note, Mother is the first film by Aronofsky not to be scored by Clint Mansell. For Johansson, well, hopefully 2018 works out a little bit better for him on the scorefront. He is set to work on James Marsh's The Mercy and Garth Davis's Mary Magdalene. But that's not to say he hasn't been busy. Last year, he did his own interpretation of the Greek myth Orpheus. So from last year's Orphe. This will be Johan Johansson with Fragment 1, and then it's time to run those blades.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. If I didn't care Honey child, more than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? Darling, if this isn't love Then why do I thrill so much? And what is it that makes my head go round and round while my heart just stands still so much? If I didn't care, would it be the same? Would my every prayer begin and end with just your name? And be sure that this is love beyond compare. Would all this be true if I didn't care for you? From 1939, around the point when uh, Barbershop was phasing out, 
The early rhythm and blues was kicking in. That was the Ink Spots with If I Didn't Care. And that is the 10th best selling single of all time with over 10 million physical copies sold. And it was originally intended to appear in the original Blade Runner film. And it popped up in the trailer that came out before the 1982 theaters. But in the end, it was swapped. Not sure exactly if based on a pricing situation for licensing or if inspiration struck, but director Ridley Scott had Vangelis write another similar tune, One More Kiss, Dear. But you can hear If I Didn't Care in the Shawshank Redemption, The Wonder Years and The Walking Dead. Usually singling, signaling some innocent melancholy before a horrible, horrible future. In the background, this is Vangelis proper. From his score to the 1982 Blade Runner, we're listening to Morning at the Bradbury. So last week he did his score to that film, and this week we're looking at the sequel, Blade Runner 2049, starring Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, and Robin Wright. There's a new Blade Runner. His name is Kay. He uncovers a crazy development in replicant technology as the wet world of Los Angeles expands into the garbage dump that is San Diego and the radioactive smog that is Las Vegas. Blade Runner 2049 started in 2011 by original director and current producer Ridley Scott. And uh, as mentioned before, Denny Villeneuve directed. Johan Johansson was to score it, but he left in July. So once Hans Zimmer and his collaborator Benjamin Walfish came on board, they had very little time before the September release. And we heard Zimmer recently with Christopher Nolan's latest film, Dunkirk. And Wallfish helped out on that with an Edgar, Edward Elgar remix. But he also did the orchestral score to the recent Stephen King adaptation, It. Or at least part one of that. Zimmer improvised the uh, initial theme based on a first screening of a rough cut that T and Wallfish had with director Villeneuve and film editor Joe Walker. A theme was created... But the next day, Zimmer had to leave for the first leg of his first true live tour. So Wallfish took over for some time until Zimmer came back. Originally, he was supposed to have a 10-day vacation scheduled in between tour legs, but he sat down with Wallfish. They worked as hard as possible during those 10 days before he went back out on the road. Zimmer actually did think to ask original Vongel composer Vongolis to help out. But as I mentioned last week, Vongolis declined because he said he could not repeat himself. And he also said like, there's never going to be another Chariots of Fire that he could work on. But Zimmer and Walshfish dug up a whole bunch of old synthesizers, including uh, the famous Yamaha CX-80, the one that gives its awesome note-bending abilities. So from their score to Blade Runner 2049, this is Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish, with the simply called 2049. We'll have a few other cues before Gavin Walker shows up.
So we have Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish. From their score to Blade Runner 2049, we heard the four-note melody that dictated the main theme, 2049, and the intense music that we heard for the past four or so minutes and what's behind me. This is Seawall, indicating uh, what's protecting what's left of Los Angeles from the earth that has changed. The soundtrack to Blade Runner 2049 came out this past October digitally, and then later on CD in a couple different editions, of which there are only 20 or 2,049 copies each. The double vinyl edition is set for release in December, limited to 2,500 copies. The songs from Vegas, including Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley, will not appear on that release. But you can always find it on the others. Oscar prognosis? Well, I hope to see that the cinematographer Roger Deakins gets nominated and hopefully finally wins, because one consistent thing between the two Blade Runner films, they are gorgeous to look at. Let's see what happens with the score. I'm not sure if it's completely melodically in apt, but at the same time, too, it's hard to follow up Vongolis' original. So we'll see. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will take you to midnight and beyond. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your windy Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, visit the Exploding Hit Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You'll see play sheets from past shows. You can listen to audio, too. You can always subscribe to the podcast. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100air, but you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next week, Mogwai's in town, so we're going to do some of their recent music, including a couple scores they did and as November kind of draws to a close pretty quickly because it's a short month uh, we should mark the 20th anniversary of the Grand Theft Auto video game series because otherwise December is going to be pretty short for us Monday folks so expect the usual holiday mayhem the best of year stuff and in my case with Finland's 100th anniversary coming up in early December we'll try to make an all finish episode but I'm limited with what I can do on the Canadian side. We're going to close with one last song from Blade Runner 2049, and it is a cover from the original Blade Runner, one of Vangelis' moving pieces from the 1982 original. This will be Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish with Tears in the Rain. Vancouver, don't cry out there, because we won't see it over the next week or so. As the rain comes back, and our usual autumn finally kicks in. Take care of yourselves. See you in seven days.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for the jazz show coming right up right now. <laughs> 